Welcome to the 30-Minute Moment Podcast. This podcast was created to educate, empower, and have a space for open dialogue on current issues surrounding everyday life, mental health, and relationships. On today's episode, we will be discussing parenting when we were kids versus parenting today. We will also talk about different parenting styles versus the conscious parenting movement and exploring what it means to be a conscious parent. Sit back and relax. We have an awesome show waiting just for you. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minute Moment Podcast with Evelyn and Lakita. Yes. Um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, parenting or whatever. Great topic. Yes. Some of the things that we want to hit on today are um, growing up, um, kind of what's different, how we were raised versus how our kids are being raised today. Because um, clearly it's a different thing. It's, kids are a new breed. A new breed. New this, generation. Yes, they are. A new thing. This, um, this, you know what I mean. They're, they're new, basically. Um, so, um, first thing we're going to talk about is just like, what are some things we used to do when we were growing up? You, you know, we kind of grew up in the 90s, um, or whatever. We did everything outside. True. Outside. Yes. Like, even when I think about um, when I was younger, I remember going outside, mm-hmm. making mud pies, or mm-hmm. finding, like, some old pot that mm-hmm. my grandmother used to have in the yard, right. and making some imaginary soup right. or something. And then even, I remember getting yelled at because we would be turning on the water um, water hose. Yeah, the and water hose out, and of out of it and everything. Kids don't have that. This um days. What are some no, things you remember? What about what about those honeysuckers? They be on the yes, on the, fence? the honeysuckles. <laughs> we used to pull, pull the thing out. out and then I used to become a pro at it. <laughs> I used to know how to do it. At first I used to tear it apart, but at first I took my time, I was like, I got it. Now I see why all these bees want these. <laughs> yes. So we used to um be able to to do that and then also um, another thing I remember is um going and picking berries. Yes, yes, yes. especially with those blackberries. Yes, you can yes. pick those blackberries. You can tell we grew up in the country. Right, <laughs> right. But you know, everybody either had a blackberry tree, a plum tree, honeysucker on the fences. Yes. Well, we don't see that no more. You don't see that more. See, yeah. uh, that is. I mean, that just shows you that not only have times changed. Um, in the way that we grew up versus kids growing up these mm-hmm. days, exactly. but the world just itself has changed and stuff. I never really thought about it like that though. Exactly, because mm-hmm. you know, back in those times, it catered to the kids and adults. It created more family bonding time too. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the mom or the dad or the guardian, or whoever it was, would go outside, mm-hmm. enjoy the kids while. The kids are out there running, riding bicycles. Yes. Speaking of gardens, mm-hmm. I remember growing up and my grandfather used to have a garden in his backyard. And I'm not talking about like a couple of tomato things. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about collard greens, watermelons, squash, corn. <laughs> I remember running through the corn um, stalks and everything. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, picking the corn. And I remember peeling the corn and also peeling those peas. Mm-hmm. Did you 
you ever have to do let that? Me, let me add to that list. Squash, mm-hmm. watermelon, hot peppers. Yes. <laughs> Turnip greens. Yes. Rutabagas. <laughs> yes, but you know what? And, I, and that just shows you how different the kids are these days now because a lot of our food came from the backyard. Exactly. And these, these days, the kids don't really, you know, have that anymore. They don't have um, a lot of, you know, fresh fruit mm-hmm. or whatever. We got this organic stuff they got mm-hmm. in the... Um, or genetically modified fruit. You know, it's, where where is the fruit, the fresh fruit? The fruit out the, the ground. The fruit that hasn't been messed with or played with or genetically modified. Where is all those types of fruit? Those are hard to come by these days. They are hard to come and by. And I think that, that somewhat has shaped today's parenting mm-hmm. styles. Yes. And also, one more thing that I want to um, or two more things rather that I want to touch on that you know, I see a difference from how we were raised versus um, kids these days. Also, when we were young, we used to know everybody's number. Number, yes. Yes. Or, or we had it wrote down on a pad somewhere. Yes. And it was, I mean, you just automatically knew people's numbers. Like, I, re, I mean, I remember, you know, somebody giving you a phone number. You'd be like, what's your number? And you write it down and stuff. Exactly. And then you could just recall like that. Uh-huh. How many numbers can I I know my number. I know my kid's <laughs> dad's number by heart because it's just been the same for years. Uh-huh. I know two of my closest best friend's uh-huh. number. Wait, do you know my number? Not by oh. heart. <laughs> Not by heart. I'm beyond it. Do Don't you know, know mine? No, no. <laughs> because we rely on the cell phone so much. Yes, and that's something else that's really different these days. Electronics. We didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of electronics. We had kickball. Right. And we had playing hide and go seek. Or riding your bicycle down the hill. Who can ride down the hill the fastest? Yes, that's what we had. <laughs> and these days, we, 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 I mean, we don't have that. And I kind of put put it on us as parents mm-hmm. why our kids don't have all that stuff. Because just because, you know, we're growing up in that day and age where that stuff is more prevalent now, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that we can't still... Do you it. know, yeah, we can't still do it. You still sitting, sitting outside. And we can <laughs> go out there and create that garden of watermelons and yes, squash. Well, look, see, I know what it is, time. It is time. It is time, time is much different. It is. Yes. It and is. then, you know, we got all these careers and aspirations. Not saying we shouldn't have it, uh-huh. but, you know, it time's... Time puts, puts a hold on a lot of things that you want to recreate that took a long time to create in the 90s uh-huh but it seems like it may take a longer time yeah and i even find myself and you know just to piggyback on time i find myself rushing around mm-hmm. a lot more right than you know growing up and when we were growing up we if we were carefree we came home we did some homework mm-hmm. after we did homework we went straight outside we were trying to hurry up with our homework so we could go outside exactly and everything and come back in before the street lights come back up yes i mean because outside was more than just outside with grass and Mm -hmm. dirt and stuff it was a place where you could like create a whole new world you can use your imagination you can Mm -hmm. problem solve and that's Mm -hmm. another thing that the kids kind of lack these days Mm -hmm. is being able to problem solve Mm -hmm. it's like it is it's very hard for them to do that i have to i have to tell my kids to Mm kind of go and um 
and and kind of you know do something to kind of expand their minds. Mm-hmm. I tell them we got all these toys, and the only thing y'all want to play play with is um, electronics mm-hmm. and everything. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, we need to donate them toys to some people who want to play with them. And again, that goes back to parenting. Yeah, you know, a lot of um, parenting styles have um, provi- provided access to video gaming. So mm-hmm. video gaming has become a top pricey um tool for kids to use um as a after you know after school activity or whatnot. And I think that definitely has shaped our parenting style in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. And speaking of parenting styles, I know that you posted something, was it last week? Mm-hmm. Last week, because this month is our our topic is talking about parenting. Um so Last week, you posted about the different parenting styles, and um, they have they have five, but they have two of them on one line. So, they have authoritarian or the disciplinarian, mm-hmm. um, the permissive or the indulgent, mm-hmm. um, uninvolved parent, and then also the authoritative parent. Which one did you say? Hmm. Or, better yet, let's back up. So, can you tell us a little bit about what all of these um, different parenting styles are? I, I, you know, when I was looking at this, I was looking at how um, the difference in the parenting styles, how, you know, one of them was more the stricter, the authoritarian um, parenting, the more stricter parenting, discipline mm-hmm. style, the permissive um, parenting, um, or the indulgent parent was mostly um, let the children do what they want and offer limited guidance or direction. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to come back and talk about these because I have questions. Mm-hmm. And then an uninvolved parent, of course, that speaks for itself, mm-hmm. give children a lot of freedom and generally stay out of their way. Mm-hmm. Um, authoritative parenting, um, they are parents um, who are reasonable and nurturing and set high and clear expectations. Um, so those are some things that I thought was very, very important to put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I caught some red flags on some of these. Okay. So, you know, the un- uninvolved parenting. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what our society is shaping 2020 into. Oh, really? To a point. Why you say that? Because, again, I want to go back to the video gaming. You know, sometimes I think, you know, parents um, come home after a busy day, tired, um, overwhelmed or overworked or underpaid or just stressed out for, you know, mm-hmm. having um leadership position. And at that time, parents tend to push the kids towards the video gaming. Yeah. So that they have time to sit down and, you know, take in what's happening at their job today, but also give them time and space to relax. But not saying that's not okay, but how long or how much should you allow that child to sit on that video gaming system and um, not interact, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think it also goes to the point of, People who, like, say, for instance, you see a lot of people um, just giving their phone to kids when mm-hmm. they get, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, bored right. or whatever. Right. And I I used to 
to to just let that fly until I right. saw what it was doing to my kids. Right. Like I said, right. always saying that they're bored, right. but there's so much to do. Right. I think everything. we all have fallen into that trap at one point in time. Yes. You have to sit back and actually see mm-hmm. what's going on. But in order to see, you have to be around your children to observe them. Yes. Because I know I get so tired of my kids and even my nephew when they always say, can I have your phone? Mm-hmm. Can I have your phone? Can mm-hmm. I have your phone? Exactly. And it's, oh, it's a, the, I, I wish that sentence didn't even exist or mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Because it's mm-hmm. like they're so bent on getting the, getting that phone instead of taking the time to just look out the window. Exactly. I wonder how many kids know how to get back to their house, um, you know, just by looking at where they are in the car mm-hmm. or if they're being distracted by the phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a good idea and a good question. That's a good test to put your kids through. For those of you all who have kids or nieces, nephews, anybody, mm-hmm. that's a good um test to put them through to see how observant are they. Are they tension is on strictly gaming or playing or doing something that's not constructive. Yeah, because, like, when I think about it in all of the cases and all of the kids that are now being diagnosed with ADHD mm-hmm. um, and ADD mm-hmm. or whatever, I really think that there is a connection between electronics and just being over, you know, stimulized all the time mm-hmm. that when they don't have that screen in front of them, mm-hmm. it's, it's like they don't know what to do with themselves. Right. and everything that's why also you know sports and and getting into some extracurricular activities are are important too mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily have to just be sports it can be um dance it can be art mm-hmm. it can even be something as simple as playing legos or right. whatever that's something that helps to shape your mind and help you do some critical thinking mm-hmm. or whatever especially when you get one of those three and four hundred piece um lego Mm -hmm. things that Mm -hmm. you got to put together exactly yes it takes time it takes focus Mm -hmm. in order for you to be able to do that and i think we should as parents just subscribe to some more of that stuff exactly Mm -hmm. exactly and you know just to um you know close out that part i believe you know um thinking about you know if a child acts out or is disrespectful you have to go back and think Two, who has been in the parents' mm-hmm. uh, child's life? Yeah. What parent? You know what parent I would think? Mm-hmm. The cell phone. Yeah. The TV, the gaming. That has become the parent because now they're listening or mimicking what those individuals mm-hmm. on that entertainment devices are telling the other people. Yes. So we yes. have to be mindful of that. And then you also think about if you think about like a lot of the kids that join in those challenges and stuff yes yes for any kid to think that it's okay to choke themselves as a challenge or mm-hmm. whatever who is you know monitoring them mm-hmm. um or are they being monitored on what they are watching mm-hmm. for them to think that that is safe and okay exactly. or whatever so but yes so that goes on also to our um our next topic which is whoopings versus conscious parenting and i don't even know if that's even a dichotomy Mm -hmm. that we that you could put you know side by side side like Mm -hmm. that but you know when you look at what conscious parenting is and i and i 
I was asked to join a conscious parent group. And I, you know, I was like, what is this? But uh, when I went in there and I looked at it, I was like, oh, okay, I see. This Some of this stuff I agree with. Some of this stuff I'm like, I don't know. Right. But, um, so. You, so you tweak it to fit your home. Yeah. Um, but with conscious parenting, conscious parenting is just that, like, there are actually, like, um, like scholarly articles on conscious parenting like people have done study studies on this method Mm -hmm. and it's been proven to be um helpful but i i just don't know if i fully subscribe to it but i'm open to taking some of the principles and everything for for me or whatever um so what it says is conscious parenting is engaging and connecting with children using emotionally intelligent discipline choices rather than punitive methods because the brain thrives on connection and empathy. Mm. So I think it's more of the authoritative um, parenting style. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot like that um, and everything, but it's more of kind of... You're kind of looking at yourself. You're mm-hmm. being aware of how you're reacting to your child mm-hmm. um, and their tantrums and, and their feelings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And another, one thing, good thing I can say that just by reading it, it kind of sounds like like CBT. Okay. Like cognitive behavioral therapy for parenting. Okay. okay. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. Because it's acting, you know, to like... And also sounds like modeling. Mm-hmm. So basically... It it sounds like you're kind of through your parenting you're showing your kids, um, you're kind of showing your kids how to react to outside stimuli and also internal stimuli okay. and everything. So I think I thought that was um, interesting and everything. So um, so what do you so think how, about how, it? how do you how how do you think this has um has it shaped on uh, today's society in 22 parenting you think i definitely think it has and one of the reasons why i think it has is because you do see a lot of parents well you see some parents okay kind of trying to build more of a relationship with their kids not saying that our parents didn't right or whatever but like if you look at some of the um the principles that they have um, this person, Alfie Kahn, mm-hmm. um, they have 13 principles of conscious parenting. Um, and it's saying to be reflective, reconsider your requests, stay focused on your long-term goals, put your relationship first, change how you see, not just how you act, um, respect, be authentic, Talk less, ask more. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of your child's age. Attribute to children the best possible motive consistent with facts. Don't stick to none knows unnecessarily. Don't be rigid and don't be in a hurry. A couple of those on in there, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I stay rigid. So, my so you know what? I think I think this is more prevalent. Yeah, this is just based on observation mm-hmm. in the more um, communities of homes that parents homeschool or, you know, the stay-at-home moms. You think I so? Feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like that. But because you are work-from-home mom, so do you think any of these... 
any of these, yeah, you're a work from home mom. So do you think any of these principles that you kind of do today? Well, you know what I do, um, I I continue to try to reflect mm-hmm. reflect on what um what I stated to my child mm-hmm. and also I want to make sure she understands what I stated to her. Okay. So you know, I definitely can see some points, but you know, um and also just being authentic and also putting the relationship first. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are some good points that I do try to carry. And, of course, being mindful of the child's age because, you know, my child is three right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I try to take all that in consideration. But, you know, I was just thinking, you know, thinking about a busy mom that has four or five kids, taking them to after-school activities, after-school sports, events. You know, what about you? Do well, you think? I have two mm-hmm. kids, and they are nine and seven. Okay. So they're two years, two and a half years apart, actually. Mm-hmm. Two and a half years apart. So I find myself having to be mindful of, of my child, my children's age because of that fact. Because what I tell the nine year old, I can't necessarily expect out of the seven year old. Exactly. And what the seven year old is doing, I don't necessarily expect from the nine year old. But, mm-hmm. you know, and then they're also, it's a boy and a girl. So that right there itself is just you know different because and then they're they're people mm-hmm. they're little people little so, people yes yeah, so. little, little little grumpy people little little happy people <laughs> little yeah. little people that gets into everything people <laughs> yes they do or whatever and it's just it it's it's a challenge sometimes uh-huh. you know trying to raise two different people because you can't do a cookie cutter mm-hmm. parenting for for them or whatever so what I do for one, I can't necessarily do for the other one. So, I mean, there's a lot of things on here that I do kind of agree with on here. Um, being reflective. Um, I do reconsider some of my requests. But I'm also that parent that if I told you to do it, you need to go do it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So, it sounds like you're the authoritative. No, I'm authoritative. Oh, authoritative. Oh, so, yes, tative. So tative. <laughs> So I do I, I I do set those clear boundaries okay. for them. And at the same time I do I am open to discussion um for certain things. Sometimes I do ask my I ask my kids sometimes how, how how what can I do as your mom that mm-hmm. um what can I do better? I ask them that sometimes. Because like I want them to, I know that they know that mm-hmm. I love them exactly. and everything, but I want to make sure that we kind of have an, um, what's the A word? A mutual, mutual uh, understanding. Probably. Mutual understanding. And then I also understand that, that, you know, the respect thing. <clears throat> How can I teach my kids? to respect me and respect others if I am not respecting them and their feelings? How can they grow up to be adults that know how to respect other people if me as their first teacher has not taught them that? That's good. Or mm-hmm. even, or even you know, knowing how to communicate how they feel. Because yeah. a lot of kids nowadays do not know how to express how they feel. They don't tend to act out. 
Mm-hmm. They don't. Or they turn into the screaming and all that stuff. Or the quiet. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quiet. And you, as parents, we have to also look out for that, too. Because um, the, the kid, that the troubled kid is not always the kid that's making all the noise. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a big point right there. That is a big, yes. And we have to be, you know careful about that too the prop the one that i have the most um that i i kind of you know fight with the most is uh don't be in a hurry okay i feel like i'm always in a hurry myself Mm -hmm. so i kind of i guess was it transfer Mm -hmm. that to mm-hmm. my kids, mm-hmm. especially in the morning when it's time to get ready and stuff. And mm-hmm. then, like, my son be moving like molasses. Sometimes I call him molasses because he be moving just as slow right. or whatever. And it seems like every time, every time we constantly, mm-hmm. you know, we're late. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're getting better or whatever. But it is kind of like we're always in a hurry. But I guess that's also where it comes to be saying be reflective. Um, and I know I know we had some people to mention something on our groups mm-hmm. about um, some of the parenting style they experienced in the past and if they would do it now, or if they had or if they have kids now. Mm-hmm. Um, we have someone to mention um, they don't have kids now, but there are some things in the past for sure they would um, leave behind. And mm-hmm. another person mentioned... Um, um, their parents was very reasonable and allowed them to experience certain situations and gave them options on discipline. Yeah, that's my question or the question of the day for our Talk Back Tuesday. Okay. Um, and it's for, it was mainly the question was, um, what are some things that you kind of carry with you today? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what's different between you now and, you know, when your parents and stuff. So I definitely, you know, um, the comment that said that they have some things that they kind of carry with them uh-huh. um and some things that they just kind of leave behind i could definitely say that something that i do too i find myself sounding like my mom and you know we said we always would not do the same thing mm-hmm. our mom or dad mm-hmm. or whoever our garden was did and we do find ourselves doing some of the same things yes and then you when you is when you say that same <laughs> sentence that your mom says said it to makes you, you catch your breath you like oh my god are you like did you say that yes <laughs> uh-huh yes it is and it and, and it's it's I think it's okay sometimes to carry some of that stuff because sometimes that's the stuff that kind of makes us a good parent Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. being able to remember the good stuff or the stuff that worked for us Mm -hmm. or whatever. I can't say again, kids are different these days, so you got to kind of teach them different because the world is different Uh or whatever. But, like, I know both of my parents were in the Navy and stuff, so my dad was really strict on Mm -hmm. keeping the house clean mm-hmm. he would probably be disappointed in me because my house is not all that clean right now but i'm also trying to get a phd so i'm excused but <laughs> wait wait is that an excuse that is an excuse <laughs> that is an excuse um i'll get to it when i get to it i got i got a goal that i'm trying just as long as stuff it, and critters aren't aren't crawling I'm good. Uh-huh. It's a little un it's a little unkempt, just but it ain't say, dirty. Just say unorganized. Yes, it's a little un, unorganized. Laundry, <laughs> I have already decided that I'm not going to um, worry about that. If mm-hmm. it's in the basket and it's clean, then I'm good. Okay. But 
like some of the stuff that he kind of imparted on me when I was growing up mm-hmm. and making your bed and making sure that your um your room is clean or whatever that's some of the stuff that I I kind of try to work with my kids on mm-hmm. have they got it yet no but I we, think that's always a work in progress mm-hmm. you know I hear even kids that's 15 you know you still have to constantly remind them that until they get off to college themselves or even a house of their own yeah that's when it really kicks in mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so that's that's one thing that definitely um you know kind of take you know i want to i want to just encourage all the parents out there definitely to communicate sit down with your kids and you know build that bond you Mm -hmm. know i say always set aside at least one day out of the week where you just have family time yeah i think that's very important too or whatever in it's it's important in in parenting and it also goes back to that conscious um parenting thing where it Mm -hmm. says remember you know focus on the relationship or Mm -hmm. whatever because and don't get so caught up in what you have going on i mean sometimes you have to ask your kids to give you like a 10 minutes they had me a 10 minute break and now you can come talk to me as long as you want exactly or whatever so we just got to get to the point um where we are doing that at least, you know, slowing down a little bit and being able to mm-hmm. kind of um, be the best parent that we can be. Exactly. In I the community. Agree. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, we are winding down. I enjoyed down. the topic today. I know. know. And, it, and it can't, you know what? And it's because we are parents. But this is not just for a, po- a podcast that we have, you know, just set aside just for parents. It's no, for all um, parents. Yes. Because even though you may not have birthed a child, you may be that um, teacher uh-huh. or auntie, auntie nurse, uncle, any, anybody. Yeah. We all um, kind of connect with kids and, and yeah. our kids, teachers in some way or another. And you all provide that, that nurturing. Mm-hmm. You know, that nurturing spirit, you know. So we all, you know, help shape to society. Just know that. Yeah. You don't have to have birthed a child, but we all have shaped society. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you have been listening to 30 Minute Moment Podcast with Evelyn and Lakita. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to 30-Minute Moment Podcast with Evelyn and Lakita. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can contact us by emailing 30mmts at 30mmintswenk.com or find our Facebook page, 30-Minute Moment Podcast, or typing in at 30mintswen T-S-W-E-N-K. Remember to like and follow our page and join our group. We encourage you to invite others and to do the same. Until next time.